Welcome to the Grinders Verdict Podcast. I am Grinder, and here we are for another episode. And with me, I have two guests to talk about an interesting subject. So, present yourselves, folks. Hi, my name is uh, Cap. Uh, well, my name is Matt, but I otherwise am known as Cap. Um. And. and- that's okay. that's mama. That that's Twinkie. She's 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 a little bit new to uh, to podcasting. She's she's a very great artist and a, a very amazing 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 video creator as well. And uh, she's uh, getting her kind of startup recently. But uh, yeah, very well. Okay, so before we move on into the podcast itself, and before we move on to talking to these two beautiful individuals let me just mention that you can find the podcast on pretty much any major platform apple podcasts google podcasts anchor spotify now also on amazon music i'm not sure about their program itself the actual software that you download and install on your desktop I'm not sure because I installed it myself and I couldn't find the podcast there, but it's on the website. If you go on Amazon Music, it should be there. Just look for Grinders Verdict Podcast and you should find it. Also, we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Grinders Verdict. It's pretty much Grinders Verdict slash Grinders Verdict for pretty much everything except for Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com slash Grinders Verdict podcast. Now, for a little bit of a talk about our sponsorship, are you looking for energy, grinding energy to get on with your gaming or any other tasks that might require some dedication? Well, look no further. Gamer Grind Coffee has got your cover. Gamer Grind Coffee has multiple flavors that will guarantee to meet all your needs. It's premium, freshly roasted coffee, and best of all, at a great price. Head on over to coffee.grindersverdict.com and get yours today. So there you go. Now, moving on, fellas. So I wanted to ask you before, you know, we start talking into other subjects, uh, how did you guys get to working with, well, Scamson? Let's just mention him like that because <laughs> I, like, I like that um. name. I guess I'll go first. Uh, I saw his YouTube and there was a story about pink meth he made and I experienced that. And so I messaged him on Instagram telling him, thank you. And he just noticed my art and just went for that was like, maybe you can help with the channel or something. And he gave me a discord. And that's basically how I started working with him. (laughs) What about you, Cap? Um, I'll give a, I'll give a little more story to, for at least mine. Cause mine kind of goes back to 2000 and Oh God, I want to say 2012, 2013. Um, so I met Ron, um, actually kind of randomly, um, really big Xbox player. A few of the guys I used to play Xbox with, uh, were like, Hey, let's, let's all play this game called Arma. They do something called Daisy. So jumped on PC. We had one of our guys find a server. Just so happened to be the one that 
Ron was uh, running and owning and uh, had a group of his people in there. Uh, he called the Swanson Army, the Fox Company. And uh, yeah, I joined in, became part of the server community um, in 2013, 2014, I want to say. Um, I, again, young teen or young, sorry, I want to say young 20s. Um, got irresponsible. You know, I, I was living on my own, had a car. Uh, I was a young father as well. So uh, again, life comes in the way and games don't become a priority. So again, I uh, left mysteriously as he has put it. And uh, in a most recent uh, interview he's done about me in regards to why I left saying it was uh, some behavior of talking to girls, which we didn't have any girls on our server. It wasn't anything biased against the gender. So not many girls played Daisy. And, uh, yeah, I went my own way again, being a responsible parent and a responsible adult and again, dealt with life and ran into Ron, uh, last year, uh, seen his video on someone's, uh, YouTube that they were commenting on something he was doing about the deep web. And I was like, well, I know that guy. I recognize his voice still using Ron Swanson ended up sending him a message on, uh, Instagram was like, Hey, see, you've been advertising this Instagram it's it's mr chan is something i used to go back in the day uh i used to like playing doing the the voice acting and stuff like that too so i'd always used to throw my voice for for different accents and different voices and stuff like that i was like hey it's mr chan uh seeing you're doing this stuff uh glad you're doing well uh hope every like the family's doing well too uh hit me back i got a message i think within 24 hours like oh my god holy shit haven't seen in a long time great to see you here's an invite to discord. You need to get on it. And I think it was the first time I've ever actually, no, probably about the fifth time I've ever used discord. And I've never, I was only in one other server, which was a buddy of mine who does Twitch stuff. So I didn't even know how to use it. So I joined in and I was like, what the hell is all this? And I, it pretty much brings us right into getting to, to participating with Ron. All right. Well, nice. Speaking in the so... manner of, of doing co-hosting. Sorry. Okay, so how did it how did it evolve into what it becomes what it is nowadays? Like, how did this whole thing came to be? Unravel, um, how we found out basically yes. what he was doing, um. Well, I found, well, there were like little weird things going on. And then in December, um, we were told about the cult. And when we asked him about it, he said it was a kink thing. And then like a, a few weeks later or a month, um, we were, I was told by one of, one of the people. And they were like, this is a cult. And they just told us all this weird shit that like he can speak to crows or that he can speak to crows and then i just kept telling people <laughs> i was like i stayed on the discord and then when i felt like it was okay for me to message someone and that they wouldn't run back to ron and tell them you know i what i was saying i would tell them and then they t would tell me more information and it kind of just spread like fire from there and then yeah that's when i Recontacted Cap about it. Mm -hmm. Cap. <laughs> so, 
like I'll, I'll give a little uh, again i'll do the elongated version yeah, of kind of how, from, from spot to spot for me because yeah. uh, again everything was different like me and twinkie we've been we've been really good friends i think i've been able to rely on her for a lot of of i need to talk to you about stuff because i didn't feel comfortable even during certain moments of working with ron where i needed to confide in somebody who i knew didn't have a hundred percent their foot in the door where like i did where i actually seen this as potentially becoming a job for me where twinkie was like look i have other priorities like i i definitely know she knew her worth and she and at the time i think i was still struggling in my life to understand a worth and i think i really put a lot of i i will admit maybe emotionally i was i was vulnerable i don't want to say hey yeah like i was like preyed upon and stuff like that but yeah like i think at that time i 100 didn't know where i was going in my life he gave a very good base like base to me of what he was doing with his channel of hey look i don't like fucking predators um something actually i'll share with both of you which I, a lot of people don't know is um a couple years ago my daughter um under the custody of my ex fell to something uh in regards to uh someone putting her into a vulnerable situation it didn't escalate to the full act but it came close to something and my daughter came to to her mother right away and told her um which i'm happy my daughter felt comfortable enough to do that but that's something that um has happened it's something i've taken seriously since and i believe that anybody who who does these kind of things who puts these people who in vulnerable situations shouldn't get away with it 100 percent. i do not believe it so ron uh, I didn't. I don't remember, to be honest, if I've shared that with him, because um, I do not share with a lot of people. But again, I I want people to understand that it's it's something that affects people, even though they don't talk about it. It does affect people in some ways, and they some people don't always show a lot for the cause in regards to oh, I friggin' hate predators and stuff like that. Like, but there there's things that go on people, and they take a silent battle in their head, and uh, I think. Uh, people do sometimes don't understand that, but he pitched a really good cause to me. He said, Hey, look, I'm like, yeah, Hey, you know what? I got a good computer. I'm good setup. I can help you out with it. He's like, Oh, perfect. He's like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. He's like, we, I always bring a panel of hosts on and stuff. He's like, if, if we can work something, I'll bring you on. I think within the first couple days I was on the panel, he brought me in right away. I was like, Hey, yeah, it's a buddy from back in the gaming days. I think someone to give him more credibility of, the kind of guy he is and again i only got to see the the gaming the 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 ruffian kind of like we're playing a shooting game kind of thing uh the attitude rachel used to talk a lot like she he again she, she he, she's known in the community because he speaks her name but like she spoke a lot to us she came in how you doing boys how's it going oh she used to freaking like like what like watch take the piss like the piss out of them all the time and it was it was a really good community and no one ever had problems like we came from all backgrounds all nations uh, no one was discriminated against but if you're an asshole nobody really wanted you around kind of thing but everybody was good um and then overall like going to to ron i think it, it, he wanted it as more of a credibility thing i think hey we got somebody who knew me from the past they could be like, yeah, like he is this kind of ruffian Viking. Cause right at that time we were gaming, he would, um, he was starting his leather business. 
Like literally as in that time, that is when his leather business started and he was trying to pitch us to buy stuff from him. Oh, Hey, do you guys need like a cell phone case or anything like that? I'm doing leather work and all that stuff. And, um, I, like, I think I asked, I think I asked him to make me a cell phone case, but I never ended up buying it from, him. but like, that's, that's how far back that goes, at least to my knowledge. But overall, like he tried to, to bring me in right away as this kind of, I, I think maybe credibility or maybe the fact that I was willing to be on there and make a, an opinion could, that's kind of, I don't know, very quiet. Like I'm not really, or at the time wasn't a very outspoken person. Sorry if I've talked a lot. I, I, I kind of think I've gone on a little rant. Are you totally fine? Uh, so basically what, so that, that's, so that's very interesting. So what I'm, recognizing there you're basically kind of doing uh so <laughs> it's it's the reverse of basically chris hansen but basically uh, it's it's reversed because the scumbag in in chris hansen was the guy that was doing everything on the background and uh in in this case the scumbag would be Chris Hansen, you know, you, you were the guy doing <laughs> things on the background and uh, the scumbag is the guy giving, you know, his face for the most Everybody part. in front of the camera is guilty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but definitely that's... use this platform, yeah, to do that. Yeah. And uh, so, but yeah, for me, with, with this guy, and one of the things that, you know, I never knew about any of these cult things or anything. I honestly think that everyone that has a following on the internet kind of becomes sort of a, a hypothetical, you know, cult leader, if you will. Do you, think, do you think that people become desensitized potentially from internet use? To like the behaviors of cult because they see it as like such a regular practice of their everyday lives from the way they they they're in groups or they're in messaging kind of things like that i think people start following and idolizing individuals on the internet kind of blindly i think you know like they start to uh again like cult following these folks and that, that's something that i yeah. want to bring on a future episode because you like you see these conventions and stuff with with these YouTubers and whatnot, and you have like even grown up people, let alone kids, who spend thousands of dollars to go into these conventions with like YouTubers, and they spend hours upon hours just to see a person, just to see a person. And I cannot understand that. I would never do that in, in my life. And to me, that's kind of a cultist thing to do, honestly. I think that's just pure cultism. But it's just masked. It's just masked because, like, it's on the internet and stuff. I was going to say, do you think that YouTube influencers are the televangelists of the 20th century, or the 21st century? Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. if you think, remember how back in the day like again i i'm i was late 80s i was a 90s kid essentially and uh, like back in the day you'd watch tv and you see these televangelists and self-help people 
and they're like, oh yeah, come, you know, I sell tickets to the events and stuff like that, buy my books and stuff like that. And it's essentially, if you think about it, it's it's the same thing as YouTubers. Hey, listen to my message, come to my channel, subscribe. Hey, instead of buying my book, it's subscribe to my membership, subscribe to my Patreon. It's not saying about you, but like again, you you're you're more of speaking of what things are actually going on where they're speaking of. Uh, you get people that speak about drama that doesn't exist, like some people, or Hindi um, Darasan, sorry. Uh, and then in regards to to people who create stories like ARGs and stuff like that, they're essentially the televangelists of like this century. And it's it, it just sitting here listening to you, it just it makes me realize it, and it's crazy. Exactly. And you were going to talk, Tinky. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, like you know, he knows. Maybe he didn't realize the power that he had over people who idealize him. And it was just, he used the Discord as like a fishing spot to, with his own motives. So it was like disturbing and it disgusted me. And that's what made me want to talk, uh, tell people about it. Yeah. And this is. It's serious because, again, one of the scummiest things for me, and, and which is why I stopped watching his content, and which is why I stopped literally caring about this guy, was literally when he put his daughter in front of a camera and said, buy my merch to feed this little girl. And uh, to me, yeah. that's, you don't do that when you run a channel to expose pedophilia on YouTube. It's public. A lot of people watch that shit. I bet pedophiles watch his own, like, his channel. <laughs> I mean, you don't put your daughter, you don't expose your daughter like that. You know? No. Yeah. And, like, I think even a Twinkie can, can say the same. Like, we both have kids, and uh, I don't see her put her, her daughter on her Never. Instagram uh, that often. And even mine, like a lot of my shots are, are from behind. And I'll have people message me being like, oh, why can't we see your daughter's pretty face? It's like, well, it's a public Instagram and I don't want people to see my daughter. I once in a while maybe do it, but it's it usually I have a filter over it just to, to overall kind of mask it. But I wouldn't even of the, the thought of putting my daughter up there and being like, hey, look, like, I you you're you supporting me feeds this kid. It's like no, it doesn't. You're supporting me because this is something I want to do. Like other than that, I go get a freaking job. Like that's that's how I see it. Exactly. So to me, that was I I drew the line there in terms of like, uh, you know, sh like watching his content. Like, dude, you are putting your daughter in front of a camera so that people feel feel pity. PD, <laughs> PD. There's an accent, <laughs> but uh, so that people will feel uh, pity for you, and, and so that people will buy your merch because you know they will feel kind of uh, obligated, in a sense, uh, to feed your daughter. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's just scummy as hell. So when when you guys started, you know, when I started reading all of this stuff and hearing about all of this stuff with the the cult uh, the cult and, and all this nonsense i was like what is going on so you know i mean again the 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 stage is yours feel free you know to talk about that 
I'm I think I'm pretty much I've I've explained myself in regards to what I know and to you know so yeah feel free talk amongst each other and uh, you know if I need to say something I'll I'll jump in. Mm -hmm. Well, I think Twinkie's gonna be like, "Hey, Cap, uh, lead the way." So I'll I'll definitely take take the lead on this. Um, But yeah, so uh, I'll I'll kind of jump on to where to where I left off in regards to starting the channel because like from where I started all the way to, to when I left, I think I got a kind of good picture of it all. And, but again, from where people didn't see, cause when I joined that Thor server, uh, for project Thor, not the, the violent renegade server, he, he built this, the, the one that was based off of information and getting it to the people of what he was actually going to, doing behind the scenes and what he was planning on doing. Um, Ron um, brought me into the channel, was like, hey, yeah, there's a lot of people in here. Uh, these are the admins, uh, which at the time was Twinkie. Um, was it Space was up there. AIM was up there. Um, Harley really wasn't in the picture like at that time in regards to seeing um, major faces. Like She wasn't kind of i wouldn't say um a front-facing figure at the time like i did see her in the panel i think the first or second time i was streaming with him and when i was brought on the streams it was kind of like again i had my stuff set up you see my face i talk i we would talk on the subjects and a lot of it was in regards to like deep web content what do you feel about it the grooming situation um i think at that time he was just finishing up on the daisy's destruction stuff and it's a lot of that stuff I didn't even bother watching. It wasn't stuff I was even there for. Like I said, I communicated with them because I was like, hey, I see you're doing YouTube. Like, I'm I'm willing to do it. I wasn't going to really plan on being a part of his channel. I was majorly just being like, hey, we lost touch because I had to do adult stuff. I'm coming back to the community. And again, I didn't even expect it to welcome me back. Like, when I last heard anything was... um Someone we knew mutually who used to be uh, kind of his secondhand man. His name is Steve, um, which is public information, I'll say. Sorry, I just I don't know if that's you need to say, like redact names, but um, it's dark would be the name he went under. And um, he uh, yeah, he was kind of Ron's like secondhand man and he was running all the servers and stuff. And I always got pissed and I was a little bit jealous back in the day. I want to say, cause yeah, like it wasn't for the fact of like Ron always going to him and stuff like that is I used to do a lot for the server and Derek would always be that fucking dick and be like, yo, I'm going to get this stuff done. And I did this and it's like, okay, I don't fucking care, but I've done all this and I've been sitting on this for days and, and you're fucking, you're making yourself look like a champion over here while I'm doing like a lot of work. Like it pissed me off. Like again, it just felt like being like that doing the work, just to to kind of get shafted and again i got to the point where i was running servers for him for his daisy community doing epoch and stuff like that and uh like he was someone we knew mutually and then uh last i heard they weren't talking uh they fell on bad terms and he uh, dark was going to take the whole brand from him because he like everyone left because Ron was being a dick. It's all I got. And I was like, all right, well, whatever. I don't know. Like last time I seen Ron, he was making fucking camping videos on YouTube and had a bunch of people of uh, dudes on there all yapping about it. And that's all I knew. And, um, 
coming back, he was like, hey, well, yeah, he was uh, he was arrested because he there was porn on his friggin' computer or child porn on his computer, and he was arrested, and I did a whole video on it, and I didn't even bother going and looking at it because I was like, I'm not really here for that. Like, I was here really to be kind of like, hey, maybe he's gaming too, and I want to kind of get back into gaming and like he's like oh no i'm doing youtube thing i'm I'm hunting down pedos you got to be part of this like this is good and it really touched on a subject for me and i was like let's do this so we got into subjects of doing the the deep web and dark web stuff in regards to child trafficking it went into belen kazar it went into um the mix of subjects when it got into the paranormal stuff and i tried to help him out as much as possible um because he was like, oh, I need co-hosts for the, the paranormal stuff. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing for it. I, I don't want people just thinking it's just me throwing a bunch of online content, uh, like rereading shite, because uh, he's like, I'll just lose followers. And it was again, it was all about the followers. The only reason he sprawled out his channels, because it was for the followers. And then when people were walking away, being like, I didn't subscribe for this, that's when he started making second channels. And he was like, oh, well, I'm going to have to bring this stuff over here be people because people don't like it. Um, and then he made Can the I, whole complaint. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Just jump in with the paranormal stuff. Was that because the paranormal stuff was popular on YouTube and he just wanted to grab that popularity? Or... I want to say, yeah, the hashtag. It definitely was for the hashtag. Oh, okay. So. Because, like, I don't really understand the algorithm and the way it works. And I know people have always mentioned, like, hashtags uh, in regards to, like, misleading people to go basing it off hashtags or misleading content. And Ron's been dinged for that. He has 100% been dinged for that uh, on two times I can speak of. The first time he mentioned on the... Just after the second time he got struck. The first time was something in regards to um, Thor and superheroes. And the second time was in regards to um another youtuber and i think that one he got struck on because that was his uh, his second like uh youtube coming to him being like look like this is the second time we've warned you don't freaking do this here's a strike and i think that was when he had that week off uh in it was either july or august that when he got hit with that so um but uh, that's when Harley started. Like that's when we started seeing Harley come along a little more with the paranormal stuff because she was like, "Oh, like, hey, I have a Ouija board, and I love paranormal stuff, and it's something I'm kind of like, uh, sort of into." And I don't know if there was a relationship behind the scenes at that time, which I assume there was because if going from that to his visit to where she is, um. It was it was very short time. And um, during that time, I think we we were all kind of talking. Um, and again, I think this was all on Discord as well, was um, the babe, like the babe being born. And uh, I didn't even know about that. And I again, a few people do know. I think Ron may have talked about it, but I never really kind of clicked into it connecting because the communication that me and Ron always had was is he was a, he was single. He was living in his office. Uh, he was only there for the kids. He was planning on building this shed and moving out to it and using it as a studio. And again, it's what people don't see. They don't they don't need to know about. So that was the the idea that I had 
for all this. And again, like I've tried to release as much as the, the, the messages I've had, uh, which I don't know if you've seen some of them pig. I usually add everybody when I released them in the, the Thor server previously um, to DMs I've had with Ron. Um, and then also DMs I've had with Harley uh, trying to, to, to connect that story together too. But uh, that's how I seen everything and how he laid everything out and how he tried to keep me around was oh no no dude like I'm I'm this bachelor like I like I'm staying around for the kids and I I I, I care about my kids I love them and again I didn't at this time I didn't know that she was pregnant with the kid so uh, I was under the assumption like oh yeah hey yeah cool so when you, I started connect the the Harley and him relationship because she started talking to me and I think it was. I don't know if he told her to talk to me or if it was, she took the initiative to be like, Oh fuck. Like, I don't want him turning around and being like telling everybody that me and him are in a relationship. But I think she may have also been under the assumption that there wasn't much going on with him and his, his missus as well, because um, when the, the, the babe was born, she just found out as well. And I found out two hours before he released that video of being like, Hey, babe's born uh i've been busy and stuff like that um but uh, i think that really put um a huge kind of twist into it and then he played off the whole thing yeah you know what rachel was born or uh, rachel's pregnant with the baby before we kind of split um yeah but uh like me and harley kind of have a thing just keep it low-key don't want to talk about it like i know she's talking to you like just just again like leave it where it is don't don't bother with it i was like okay again, I'm not going to be a complete kind of shite person. And she, again, was upset. I was like, Hey, look, maybe he just didn't want to talk about his personal life. It affects him. Like I, I tried to play it off as kind of like that nice guy friend to a buddy being like, Hey, you know what? This person's coming. Like his girl's coming to him and needs to kind of to speak something out. And I was being like, no, like, Hey, you know what? Like, just like give him a chance to kind of speak his thoughts and, and come to you and talk. And I, I was being defendant of him and uh, looking back at it, I'm like, you're, you're an asshole now for doing that. Like, <laughs> you're, you're a prick. But again, I didn't know the full story. He gave me what only he wanted me to see. And it was it, like, maybe it was my kind of bad for not asking around and being like, hey, this is what he's told me. But again, I trust him as a friend to be telling me the truth, to be honest, especially somebody who, who wants to hold as high standards as he does of, of being this huge catcher, predator, dude and kind of stuff or YouTube influencer. So I stop me if I'm I'm going to, like I'm speaking too much by the way either one of you no no that's good I mean you're basically saying what I would say <laughs> so Peg I, like I don't know if you want to step in for the question uh I I just want to ask that uh how manipulative was he during like the group stuff when he was doing panels, when he was doing merch. I know he had a bunch so, of people doing designs for him, right? So well, he had one person, and yeah. then I helped with one, and I don't even know if he took it down yet. <laughs> but I donated a lot to him, and he made it seem like we were a team, and like he would like make it seem like we were friends and family, and then behind the scenes tell people that, you're only here for clout and all this other shit. When we did a lot of work, like I decoyed and did videos and stuff for him. And like, I didn't ask for anything. And so he kind of used his platform to groom people and manipulate them. 
So on top of helping him out and donating, mm-hmm. you basically, so basically on top of all of that, he said that you were there to just get clout. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. That's you would ridiculous. be like, I want to, yeah, I want to help you and do this and stuff like that, which is fine. But like, I've never, you know, he always brought up that stuff and he wanted to use my book or whatever to for him to pursue financially that's why i was even there and then he would tell people behind my back oh she's just here for clout but i ran the discord i helped a decoy team um with the manner stuff we got people and interviewed them and i really didn't ask for anything and then i just realized it was just all a lie so, yeah, it was it was pretty shitty. <laughs> so that's how he would manipulate people. Mm-hmm. He would try to make you feel guilty that it was all for clout. I think uh, a lot of it, like even for me, I think he kind of spoke up pretty quick and going, "Hey, if this gets big, there's going to be jobs involved and stuff like that, and everyone's going to have a paid position." And I think. A lot of us seen it as as not really an internship, but like a a, a guaranteed job. If you're here, you're going to end up getting a job. Like he's getting big. People are following the content. Like you, like, again, I was totally there for the cause. The cause is great. Like the fact that, like, again, I never personally seen him ever take down anybody. But what he was fighting for was like great. Like the fact that he wanted to expose these these people who were taking advantage of these people who couldn't speak for themselves. And I thought it was great. I was like, you know, that that I was always that kid who got bullied in school. I I liked for the fact that somebody was he he played along a, a fiddle for a lot of people who didn't have that person speak up for them. Like again, I I don't play on the the my dad wasn't around card but my dad wasn't around i don't give a crap like i my goal is to never be how my dad was and um like again I, and i i try to teach my daughter that every day i talk to her every time she's here or spend time with her and that's how i see it but um when uh you get uh a, a subject as in like someone who's willing to speak for you it definitely does touch a lot of people in regards to hey you know what like I was put in a situation where I I'm afraid to speak up or, Hey, I was put in a situation where no one ever spoke up for me when I needed it. And it really kind of put people in this, an emotional situation where, Hey, this person's willing to do it and they're willing to do it without any sort of like, like I need to do something for it. Like they, they really want to be there for me. A lot of people will see that as kind of like a calling, not a, uh, Oh my God, like, Hey, I need to be afraid of this. And especially keeping, as much private stuff behind the scenes as he did compared to the stuff, the content. And I think having a lot more content that was different also kind of gave him the ability to, to disguise certain things because he could be like, Oh, it was for content. Um, not saying everything was real, but, um, which I'll get a touch on after, but, um, the, uh, it gave him a really good ability to, to mask, um, certain behaviors, but, uh, I think it, it was a real big calling for certain people to, hey, um, I'm your voice. Come, come, come and see me, and uh, we'll 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 have we'll have this great community here for you. These great people who are willing to help you uh, and listen and, and be this kind of wonderful thing. And I bet you he's deleted a lot of those streams, to be honest. Mm. So, 
another thing is that I know some people get interactions with, and sometimes you would get intoxicated, and he would be complete, like a completely different person, and he would have really, you know, really not not, not nice at all conversations with those people. And uh, do you do you mean explicit or do you mean just not appropriate in regards to politically correct? Yes, not politically correct. Like, fuck you and fuck yourself. You get belligerent. So, would would he behave like that internally, or was it just like with with people that were? like this person that I know that I, I'm not going to mention because, you know, not no, no, I, uh, no, um, no. Um, I, I can speak for myself because the thing is, is I think Twinkie could speak best for the community because she spent more time. Uh, she was essentially a lot more in regards to discord uh, there. Um, with in regards to personally, he he's definitely ragged me out a few times in regards to stupid stuff. Either I've I've mentioned something on stream and he's been like, yeah, he's like, you don't need to be talking about that on stream. It's like, well, you don't look at your freaking messages when I'm trying to tell you things. Like, it's it's not my fault. Like, it's I I try to do things as discreetly as possible. Hey, try to get your attention. Hey, look at your DMs. And then he would yell at me for being like, well, don't cut off the stream and be like, hey, look at your freaking stuff. And it's like, well, you tell me. It's like putting. Like you, you tell me to do one thing, you change your mind on the other. And it was always stupid stuff. He never had a major reason except for two things, which was the day I confronted him when him and Harley split, which was he um, actually had that di- uh, message. It was September 17th of last year um, when they broke up and she broke up with him. And, uh, it was it seemed very like she was done with it. Hey, Ron wanted this kind of like multiple relationship and she wasn't into it. She wanted him. She actually felt like she was in love with him from the way the messages went. And um I was like, "Oh, I'm like I'm sorry. Like I was trying to be there for both of them because um when she a couple of days later got mad at him, started spewing truth being like um hey, he wanted this kink relationship with me and multiple people." He was starting to talk about this kind of culty stuff. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, I, I went to him and was like, what's the, what the hell is this? And he's like, well, look, I'm going to be honest with you. He's like, me and Rach are in an open relationship. Um, it's none of anybody's business. But um, yeah, like, hey, we've, we've been in an open relationship. She's going to say that. She's going to try to slander me. I just need to make sure you guys are kind of on your guard. There, She's trying to start a different discord with other people and say stuff. And that's pretty much where we're like, okay, cool. Like, so this is going to be somebody who's going to talk a bunch of shit about our boss. Cause that's the way he made it sound. I'd be in my, at least my eyes too, that I'm working for him and, and Twinkie as well. And he was like, look, she's going to talk a bunch of pish. You need to freaking deal with this. Like, I don't care. You need to talk to the people who've left the community and who think that she's right. Um, and tell them, Hey, look, like if you're going to talk a bunch of, uh, uh, shit about him you know he's gonna end up retaliating with stuff like he has a channel he has a community just gotta let you know like that That and a lot of those people ended up coming back to the community being like you know what like she doesn't have ground to stand on to make these accusations and then at the time she didn't um 
yeah, like it, 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 those people ended up coming back to the community and they were like, okay, I know we, we see what she's trying to do. She's just trying to slander him because she's by herself. And I, that's how I seen it too. Like he played it up to everybody to, and he really played this really close. And as much as I went to him probably three times, I think through the whole time I was with him was um, I went up to him. I said, Ron, is there anything you want to tell me? I said, if I said, the only way I'm going to be able to help you or help the channel is if I know something ahead of time, I said, because if I know it, then I can be able to handle whatever it is. I said, but if you don't tell me, then I don't know. And I said, how am I supposed to be able to, to work with you? And he goes, oh, nothing's going on. He's like, don't worry about it. He's like, if anything's going on, it's my personal business. Don't worry about it. It won't affect the channel. It doesn't affect anything with you guys. I was like, okay. And that I asked him three different times. And I think the last time was in November and uh yeah he was still even up to the end being defiant about it but uh twinkie um i think there's a few yeah. uh situations where he he got very outspoken in in vcs with with i think even community members uh i don't know if you recall yes i mean i once he was like, you know, do research teams or whatever. And I would introduce him to people and you'd yell at me. He'd be like, who are these people? And blah, 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 blah. And I would, you know, I told myself, like, his brain has to catch up with his mouth. And so I made excuses for himself or for him. But, yeah, he was always, like, rash to yell at you if you did the slightest thing wrong. So... And then be super nice after, like abusive relationship almost, like tear you down and then build you up type thing. That's a common, uh, mm -hmm. common aspect of someone who's manipulative. That's how yeah. they keep you on their, uh, on their claws, you know, so that. They they basically, literally, like you just said, they they push you down. They they send you down the the well, and then they throw down the rope so that you can climb back up. And you, you oh wow, you're so good to me. But yeah, but you're also the one that just pushed them down the well. So, uh, I mean. <laughs> So, Tiki, yeah, like, were you also groomed by him, or were, were you just manipulated in regards to working and providing um, financially? I, I don't, yeah, I think it was more that, because I told him I wasn't into kink. Like, I told him I wasn't really interested in that. I know, like, I posted... A picture of myself and he saw it and he was like oh like I feel ashamed for thinking this way about you I'll give you the thing to our my kink server and chill and like stuff like that I'm like I'm really interested in that none um, of them were to tell me about this kink server they were all told not to talk about it yeah and I was like told one time I was on VC with him and I was like so what's your religion about and he goes you're not ready yet. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so I don't know, but I, I know I wasn't, he, he made me super anxious. So I 
didn't really talk to him much on the phone as much as other people. I would join public things, but it was very rare for me to be one-on-one with him. Okay. So, basically, he had a standard for women he would invite into this kink stuff, right? It wasn't just, like, any any women. I think he was had to be attracted to them, and I also think it had something to do with magic. They had to have an interest in magic. Right. So he could use that and like as a spiritual thing and then turn it sexual. I think those were like his little easing it in, calling it kink and stuff, and then getting more into the religious sex cult aspect of it. And I would also assume that it they would have to be survivors of of some sort so that they would be easier to manipulate in a sense. So I only like I know from secondhand knowledge of the server and kind of what transpired because I I do not know offhand if there was any other males in that server besides him i think it was all females uh twinkie i don't know if like that's correct or if you know in the kink yeah kink server i'm not sure i wasn't in it but i assume it was all females okay and um i again like uh, from what i know and what I was told, uh, there was a few people who were survivors who were brought into it. I'm not going to name names in regards to it, but even some staff members um, and people who've, who've done work for him were part of that. And um, again, I, I haven't gotten permission to, to speak. To prior, like I haven't spoken prior to this about getting permission to speak about their names. But um, I believe they've, they've spoken about it uh, within regards to um, their screenshots and stuff like that and spoken that, Hey, this is what, what did transpire. Um, but there, there was people who he did bring in from the survivor community or led in a way from his survivor message into his community and then did bring into that community. And I think when I was, when I was kind of mentioned to at the time, which was just around the time of me leaving, I didn't really have it stuck in my head that that really was what was going on. I, he always had it in my head that this was always something that was consensual. And it's something I don't understand because again, it's not something I really practice into myself. Again, you could say I'm, I'm very not well versed in regards to, to that community of, of kink. I, I understand the the definition of kink and hey it's it's about consenting together and a dom and sub and stuff like that i understand that but i don't understand the the structures of how it works the different subcategories and all that kind of stuff so it's not my cup of tea it's not something i want to learn so and i think ron definitely knew that and that's why i I, well beyond the fact that i'm a guy uh i was not invited into that community because i assume if i was into it he probably you never know. I may have been invited to it, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I never was because it definitely is not a subject that I'm, I'm, I'm key on. Right. So, well, essentially 
me personally, I've I've had relationships with people who asked me to, uh, well, with kings, who asked me to like be, you know, like a brute or something, and I I've never done that, <laughs> and they had to tell me, but it's okay, uh, and. I kind of understand their point of view. They just want to get out of the, uh, the standardism that is the regular uh, sexual life, I guess. So they want to seek yeah. a, an extra spark. But well, what I what I've learned actually, and one person who I think has spoke very, very, very highly of of the BDSM and King community would be Birdie. Um, she, she's very well-versed in psychology as well. Um, she said that kink is not just um, something that people want to experiment. Sometimes, sometimes it can be a lifestyle. It's something that people could be born into. It's, it's something that it, it, it again, it could be on uh, people see as like, Oh, this is all like hogwash, but um like again she says it's on a spiritual level it's it's something that people feel and again i'm not gonna knock on somebody for how they feel it's a, but someone's beliefs I'm, I'm definitely not prejudiced to that so um like when she says that i it it really kind of puts me on to the dialogue of hey maybe this is something that people kind of see as that kind of like how some people see religion as uh people actually see the dom sub and and bdsm and king community as this sort of not really religion but this kind of like this this lifestyle exactly i'm not going to be judgmental towards it at all because i don't again i don't i'm an atheist because i i don't understand religion so i i don't i'm not gonna be judgmental towards that either but what what i think and when i when i watched his videos on it's not a cult it's a coven well buddy it's not tomato, it's tomato, it's the same thing. If, if you don't want to call it a cult, you want to call it a coven, it's, uh, again, it's, it doesn't matter what you call it, it's still, the practices are there and you're still doing it. And <laughs> it really doesn't matter. And uh, you can bring a different definition of it, you can make up a different definition of it, but it's still going to be, you know... You're still putting a hat on a hat. Yeah, and essentially you're still basically, you know, bringing people into something that you're kind of like being dominant in. And, uh, you, you know, know but the thing uh, actually I've realized too is is going into that behavior of the cult stuff because that's actually pretty much winding up to the end of even my um my experience with him was um the whole red room scenario like that um i've been able to tell people because there's like this the story that's going around um we're not story but there was a testimony that stated in regards to it but again people can be told different things um during the little red room fiasco like i was told just after that call with his manager I was in a call with him and again was told about the red room and told about the um the authenticity of it being fake. And uh again he was like it's like a whole like scenario of like a big stunt. 
And um, I was like, okay, yeah, like whatever. Like I, me being friggin' oblivious to really the whole, there was a whole another scenario or someone did something similar where they did like a huge super stun on the internet. And um, people are saying it's similar to the Sean Atwood thing that's recently happened. Uh, like a big stunt to shock people and try to bring them in. And uh, that's what Ron was trying to see as a, a thing. And it also kind of kicked me where I was like, doesn't this kind of knock against your credibility? Like you're trying to say people see a real red room. Are you going to try to say it's a real red room? Or are you going to then turn around and say it's fake? Like the, I, I, I didn't know the whole context of that. All I knew was he was going to try to pull the super stunt. And I was like, okay, cool. We know it whatever like i don't i didn't think it was a big thing i didn't know if people knew like he was telling people it was real or not it didn't really stick in my head as a major thing but um that's when it started to bring in creeps and uh bring in other people where i started to see more of this closed off group and i was i was noticing it and this again this is where we're we're going into a a different mindset of mine besides what we're seeing on the streams this is me seeing um people get quieter not talking to me anymore um people being more i don't want to say more praising to ron but more directed to ron and it felt kind of weird and i was like okay well whatever and when i messaged them they seem more of like that i don't want to say kind of like robotic response like it was very it was very kind of directed like it was pre pre done and pre responsed. And I was like, okay, so I think a lot of communication fell off with the, those people who, who were in that community that <clears throat> became really closer to Ron. Um, and who've, who've since spoke out. Um, no one, I believe actually, sorry, nobody I know who is there now. I know, sorry, anybody who's part of his community now, I don't know any close affiliation with everybody who I knew when I was in surviving life has already come either here and spoke out or is now no longer part of the community and doesn't want anything to do with it. And, um, which again, it, it's, I'm happy those people have, have like separated ways and understand that this is what's gone on. Um, but I'm sorry, I, I kind of lost track with the rambling there. I apologize, pig. <laughs> it's fine. No, that's okay. But but yeah, cult stuff. Sorry, the cult stuff. My apologies. Um, but yeah, so uh, the stuff with creeps is going on, and I started to notice this closed group go off, and um, yeah, so I get a message from her, and she goes, "Look, because uh, she lives uh, within a proximity of me, she's like, look, I don't want to say things over the internet, um, like if and when we meet." I need to to show you this information that that there's stuff going on behind the scenes that survivors are being suppressed um that people are being collected and I'm like okay this is this is getting bizarre like she started um I took a screenshot and then I I went to Ron and this is the second time I went to him uh the first time being when Harley approached me about the the stuff and then him replying with hey she's trying to slander me go after her um he goes, well, look, man, I'm in an open relationship. It's none of anybody's fucking business. Like, uh, I'm doing this, this stuff, this kink stuff. It's my business. It's no one else's. And uh, everybody needs to, to fucking back off. And I was like, okay. So um, 
he messages creeps right after that. And she messages me and she's, I fucking trusted you. And I didn't, I didn't do it as a, uh, Oh my God, Ron. Hey, look what this, this girl's saying. Like it, I'm in my screenshots. I've shown to people like all my stuff and, it's, and none of it's edited is it says Ron, like, what's this? Like, I didn't want to ever be a part of your private life. Like, I don't want to be a part of this. It's not why I'm here. Like, this is this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I shouldn't have people come up to me and he questions me being like, well, why this is the second time you've done this and questioning people behind my back. And I'm like, I'm not questioning people. I'm like, people are coming up to me. And then he goes into the whole, oh, it's okay, man. Don't worry. We'll talk. We'll talk. And and going on to the way that you were talking, Pig, about how people beat you down and then they'll try to like bring you back up and stuff like that. And they'll be the one. And you won't see it as they just beat you down. You'll just see you were beat down. And then, oh, this is the person that's bringing me back up. Oh, this is the person that's giving me all the, the recognition. And and I think that's, that's how I, I think I got to the end of the rope of that. He beat me down so much. Uh, and that being the second time of that, I just was like, you know what? There's not much I can come back from. And you're, you're, you're essentially just beating a dead body at this point. Like I, I was, I was pretty much emotionally done with it. Uh, the fact that like he just, he's been doing stupid stuff. And then when it got to her elaborating more in regards to this was like cult stuff, which was all deleted. I couldn't even grab the screenshots of that stuff. Um, she uh, was going on that there was cult stuff going on. There was contract that uh, there were symbols that people were supposed to be drawing on themselves uh, or carving into themselves at a point of um, after the contract being signed. And she's like, I've signed the contract. And I was like, I don't know what to fucking say. Like, again, I would think that it wouldn't be legal being over there or there's got to be some way that you could get out of it. I'm, I don't know. But like I, it was the first time I've ever hearing about this. And I was like, what the fuck is going on behind the scenes? Like, these are things that I I've asked them, like, look, I need, I want to know about this. And the reason for me knowing, and I'm wanting to know is like, I grew up like with females and I never grew up with my dad and I always grew up on the rights of, you know, you want to respect a female and you want to be, you want to be right. And you want to be true. And something like that just doesn't sit right. And honestly, if like at the time, like this was, was truly going on, he, if he told me I would have gotten the hell out of there, I would have been like, yep, yeah, sorry. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Like that's the, yeah, I understand it's your personal business, but that personal business then expels into like bigger things. Like I see that even without the, the, the chicken being in the room, like I can, you can, you know, the chickens there, you don't have to friggin' to see it to know. So like just knowing that that stuff was going on in the background, you just don't want to be there. And I think in December when, um his missus found out that he was doing stuff behind the scenes that he was sleeping around with harley that he had this kind of like online kind of like communication with females um i think i sealed the deal for me um because she turned around and she's oh well all these people know about it and they're laughing and they're 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 laughing at me and, and laughing that pretty much i'm a fool and i'm like nope not here for it nope i didn't even know about that like i i thought this was what he has played this little fiddle of oh this is like a private thing with me and the missus and the, this king stuff and as soon as i heard that i was out like it's it's not something i participate in i don't want that kind of drama and i think it emotionally killed me just because i'm like i'm giving up on a job opportunity i'm giving up on like a community i've built really good relationships with in regards to friendships and uh like i thought everything was good and gravy 
And even after leaving, like there were people who were, I think he drew a lot of manipulative people to his community. Like I even had some people make accusations about me where I've, I've had to, to have uh, Twinkie even be a part of that um, to, to clear my name because I had a woman accusing me of harassment. And like, I almost had to call the, the state police in the U S uh, of this woman's state to, to contact her uh, in regards to the allegations, because I had screenshots of, of her, talking to me explicitly and she was a survivor in the community and it's not something I wanted to be a part of. And, and I told her this, I'm like, look, I'm in, I'm in a relationship. I don't want any part of this. Like, and uh, she sent me an unsolicited nude. And actually the day she sent it to me, I was in a, a voice communication or voice chat with Twinkie. And I was like, so she just sent me this and she's like, Oh my God, like what the hell? Um, so like again i i've always had somebody when someone's communicated with me in, a, in an inappropriate manner like that where i've always reached out to somebody just being like oh my god this has just happened like it's that's the kind of person i am like i react like i and especially in the situation of finding out about the cult stuff i don't think it hit me until when i i got told from from an outside party that hey look like his his missus just found out about a lot of the stuff that's just gone on and and yeah like this is 100 percent true i like my first reaction was is nope out of the community left the discord left like everything i could was like out nope and i didn't delete any messages i kept them all like i just was like i'm not deleting any of them just in case like something needs to come back up and you know look if we were we're we're a year later we're back in this situation (laughs) we're at the point where this is all coming back up and again i'm I'm happy i kind of kept everything uh, in regards to all the messages but it, it 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 makes me sick seeing all of this. Like I, the more and more the people come out and speak and we learn more about the behavior of how he was, was with people in regards to the, the cult behavior. It's, it blows my mind how many connections I can put to when I was doing streams and where he wasn't available or he was uh, wanting to do a stream about a certain subject is because either he was either researching it for his own personal reasons or he wanted to to get the community off the mind of maybe something he was doing like that's that's what makes me really really kind of kick myself and also just feel sick that like no matter what like my face is stuck to that like i can't i can't take my face off of the co-hosting stuff like he won't take it down some of his most highest streams have my face on it and as much as i went to youtube and went hey guys like can, can you guys remove this i was a willing participant and it's not about clout it's as much as ron liked to say it's it's literally about the the message of what i thought he really stood there for and he used it as this huge cloak to then bring this these vulnerable i want to say these vulnerable people 100 percent vulnerable people to the community then selected the people that he felt that would either approach him maybe as a uh, an easier way instead of him having to approach them and seem like he was the predator. So essentially, again, the bait being put in front of you and then you taking bait, or sorry, bait would be wrong. Put the food down in front of you and then you taking the food kind of thing instead of you hunting out the food. So again, maybe not keeping his priorities on, on doing it directly, but again majority of the messages that i've seen have been people who've either communicated with him directly first or have in some way been able to get that interaction going and then him be able to to turn it into a a more conversation of 
well, how about this? And how about this? And how about this? And always offering and offering and offering and, and seeing how they bite that offering. And then again, putting it forward further and further and further. And again, I think after creeps left and we see it in, in, in dolls testimony is he, he really does jump on that. And he even mentions it in his most recent, um, his most recent stream where he talks about how he feels that, Oh, maybe I did jump from my, my friendship. He calls it with creeps to doll. And it's like, you can see it's very, very clear in her message and how he goes, Oh, well, I didn't know that she was a survivor. She did. She should have spoke up. And that was in a stream that he had with RSN the other day. And um, it, it makes me, it made me laugh. Cause I'm like, you're a liar. Like I, I seen your first messages with the girl and how the conversation starts and it shows her, go on this long message of being like i am a survivor like i i did experience stuff and then you go into this very kind of direct and and straight on approach because you feel that she she she's aware of this this kind of community and she should she should know how it works so sorry if i got on another rant i apologize no you're fine so he was basically being predatory, basically, just like, uh, I wonder what made him go from, and he mentioned this on the podcast he did with me, on, on the interview I did with him. He mentioned that he started his YouTube channel for camping stuff and living in the nature and stuff like that. I wonder what made him change from that to exposing exploitation essentially i think he touches on that a lot uh in some of his older videos and i think maybe once in a while he does just to kind of get the crowd being like i just want to do camping videos and he goes on his little rant of hey um this is why i got into it i think it was something he ran into and then he helped he just was kind of like hey yeah this is like he used to supposedly help out the in the anonymous days, the vigilante days of when they were doing like doxing websites and stuff, or not doxing, uh, DDoSing websites and crap like that. And he would be part of that, and he felt that he was part of that community. Uh, I assume doing that. So um, he he boasts about that, and then boasts about how uh, he's been taking down a lot of communities. I will note that I never personally ever seen. Uh, documentation of him or uh, witness him take down any sort of community besides whatever he did on YouTube, which was essentially just calling people out. Um, but uh, yeah, that uh, I, um, sorry, I just lost track. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, whatever he finds on tour, most of the stuff he finds on tour and he exposes is indexed. And the um, stuff that's indexed. Some of it's not. Some of it's not. Like, okay. So, so he does a lot of surface web stuff too, but he all like, sorry, <clears throat> pardon me. He uh, does a lot of surface web stuff too, but I think the surface web is whenever he, he doesn't want to do the dark web stuff or set up like, tour and stuff like that or his vpn he'll kind of just 
do that based off of like recommendations he gets from his comments as well because there is a lot of people and i also told them to do this when i was co-hosting with them is pay attention to your comments because a lot of people speaking about things that are going on on the surface web that you're not paying attention to that just that kids are falling vulnerable to and i said it's not right so i said you got to focus on the comments too and i think he's been taking it to where if he can't do the dark web stuff or doesn't want to go in and sort through whatever he's doing or maybe it is a fact like again he says he doesn't have the images on some of the comments he's made definitely indicate that he does have the images on especially the whoa like whenever he backs off when he's doing the deep web stuff um and the way he talks about it too uh that yeah like he maybe he doesn't want to do that all the time maybe he doesn't want to go through looking at the site so he goes and finds this surface web stuff that can't exactly show you the images but it will then kind of like lead you to where it is but he'll show it and be like hey this is where it leads you to you you we want to go after this and then he doesn't really do anything himself no but even the stuff that he finds on the dark web uh oh it's indexed yeah it's indexed and i mean if it's indexed really the if <laughs> If the FBI doesn't take it down, it's because either, I mean, they're just like, well, it's not really worth it or something like that. And there's, uh, there's a website actually, uh, I forgot its name, but it's, uh, it's on the deep web. Essentially you put files into it. It's like an uploader. I think, uh, but it had a really weird name that I found super, super sketchy. It had no images or it, it just has the logo, but it's super sketchy. And I think it's like a website you upload something and you get something in return. Uh, I forgot the name, but I have to look into it eventually at some point. Again, so, but I, I barely do derp web because, again, that, that thing is just filled with pedophilia, and I, I don't want to look at that. It's not yeah, I don't, really I don't do any Tor browsing or anything like that. Like, I just stay away from it. Like, I'm, I'm getting more knowledgeable in it just from doing research and, and listening to people's stories because, again, like, it, it doesn't hurt to be knowledgeable in it. It hurts to then start dabbling in it. But, again, I don't, I don't, I don't hate on anybody who does do it because a lot of journalists do find out very credible information from doing these, these hard research digs inside indexed and not indexed places. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's the, the paste bin type of uh, page on, on the deep web. That's like, it has a lot of things that might not be indexed. I actually found like a red room type deal page there. And uh, I don't know if it was legitimate or not. I just know that it, it didn't have any sign up possibilities. It only had a login possibility. So I don't know if how legitimate it was, uh, but it was only on that paste bin. Uh, I don't know what it's called uh, anymore. It's It's been so long since I've been on the, on the derp web. I like to call it the derp web. But, <laughs> gives it a more innocent name yeah 
Because a lot of it is just derp stuff, honestly. <laughs> just uh, kids making websites saying they're Hitman or something like that. But yeah, it's it's really just it's uh, it was Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Dur- Send me I Bitcoin found... and I'll, I'll hit your dog. <laughs> I found a website once when the the whole unboxing deep web boxes was was on the on the brink of success on youtube uh, i found a a page on the derp web which was basically uh deep web bags it wasn't boxes it was bags like little baggies of of from the deep web that you could order <laughs> oh god uh, yeah yeah like like why would you be selling i think eBay would have a definite kind of disclaimer or some sort of like thing against like selling deep web or dark web boxes. Like why would they like, cause I've seen them advertised all over like, Oh, there's mystery, like deep web box. Like you can grab these like wrapped up. Like, what is it? Someone was saying that they, one of the boxes they got was like human skin and inside the human skin was like a box or something like that. Like it, like you think eBay would actually allow that stuff to be bought? Like that's, I don't like, think, I think that's where I a lot of the YouTubers sell it via eBay. I think they just, you would, you would pay with Bitcoin or something like that. And they would technically, I don't know if they would actually send it or not through the post, uh, offices but i don't i don't know it's probably just a scam anyone that would try to make a video on it on youtube well i actually bought this from the derp web it's a it's a derp web uh baggy and uh you know but you just probably would anyone who's stupid enough to buy that they would just actually send a bitcoin and, and just get scammed probably that that's what i was i would assume I don't know if this is accurate or not. Like, again, someone could always do the fact checks on this. But, like, do you think that, like, if somebody bought, like, a, let's say a, you you were selling a deep web box and it was worth, like, a good amount of money. Like, you were like, hey, look, like, this is going to have to be transferred by, like, hand. Like, we're going to have to, like, make sure this is all set up. So, yeah, like, imagine, like, you had to, f- you figure out a way to either travel with this box and then you then mail it to them, but you mail it to a post office that's close to them because then it doesn't have to go through the postal facility so it doesn't go through the same sort of procedures to be checked and then when they receive it ta-da like all the the dark web stuff <laughs> like i don't know if that's accurate but like if you think about it like that pl- is plausible like again they'll always try to use the the less route of transportation for that package and sometimes they negate safety so like that is plausible on something they may do wait <laughs> 99.9% of the deep web boxes that were unboxed on YouTube were pretty much hacked by the people that unboxed them themselves. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. Like, I can't see anybody willing to, to... Well, again, I just recently learned that a lot of people do transport drugs through the mail. And again, I don't know how yeah. to do it. Like, I just... I've, I've watched a few documentaries being like, how the hell is that possible? Like, I, I actually... Like, it mind baffles me because, like, I know within Canada, it's been within the last couple of years recently legalized to to buy marijuana. And the uh the transport of it at first was through mail like you essentially canada post was your drug dealer 
And it's uh, it's funny because like your mail carrier, like, hey, I, you, I get my my mail from you, and also, yeah, you get your weed. Um, but it was weird. It, but it makes you think like this was going on for so long, and it actually was not a thing that's new to them. Well, it's new the procedures they have to do, but it was not new to them that this was going on. So, like, it makes me think when people are like, "Oh, yeah, like you can buy this off the deep web, or you can buy this." It's just like, okay, I believe that because the fact that Canada Post in Canada, at least, like you think with our our high precautions on stuff, that where like drugs are still being transferred throughout the country, that people couldn't get away with sending like a package of whatever, like. So I, I definitely believe that some stuff that does come from the deep web, not the packages that people unbox, but people's actual goods they buy, a lot of it does get transported through normal and regulatory routes. Yeah, it's it's probably like they probably send it with something normal and then they just hide it like in a little, like a, I don't know, like a little spot on the box or something or a little you know what i think it is is i think this show is like you know border uh border wars or um those border shows where essentially you'll see the the people fly in the border agency stop them and then they they unpack their bags and stuff i think they should release those shows to kind of put ideas in people's heads to to not one do that but also this is potentially what your goes on like there is essentially customs within your country. So maybe this is what they do to your mail. And I think they try to intimidate people to think that, but that's not really the case that the procedures are lighter than they actually try to advertise them to be. Yeah. Could be, could be. Uh, all right. So anything you guys want to add? Pretty much said everything. Captain. I'm sorry. Twinkie. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're better at speaking than I am. All right. So, so that's going to be it. Uh, thank you folks for listening to the Grand is Verdict thank podcast you. again. Don't forget. Uh, oh, also, I almost forgot. If you guys would like to support the podcast, uh, Anchor allows it. And it's a monthly subscription. There is a $1.99. There is a $4.99 and a $9.99. So you just have to go on anchor.fm slash verdict, and you can find the little support thing there and you can choose the amount that you would like to subscribe with and it's pretty much, you know, to, to support, you know, support. If you like the podcast, mm-hmm. if you want to show some support, you can do so. So that's for our listeners. You too, guys. Thank you very much for coming on the Grinding's Verdict podcast to uh, hopefully show and enlighten some people and, you know, provide some some information about this whole situation going on because we, we do need to provide information in cases like this because, again, like, the internet is full of influencers and influencers that don't deserve that name or that terminology or whatever and they need to be uh exposed because they are kind of cultists in in, in a way so thank you very much no thank you thank you for having us thank you okay so that's gonna be it folks all right 
again patreon uh instagram youtube whatever the only thing that's not grinder's verdict is facebook because facebook is facebook.com slash grinder's verdict podcast all right everything else is grinder's verdict so if it's not grinder's verdict it's because i have not made an account there all right so thank you very much for listening thank you very much again to our guests for participating and i'll see you folks on the next one. Bye-bye.